Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. In a week, we will be in Walt Disney World. Yeah, I feel like we've done like some little trips down to Orlando, but I feel like I haven't been in the parks for a while. Yeah, it feels that way. So it'll be nice. Yeah, so we will only put out a show next Monday, and then Tuesday through Saturday, we will be uh, traveling and unavailable. So we'll recap uh, everybody with what's going on uh, the following Monday. So Right. So what are we doing while we're down there? What parks do you think we're hitting? Oh, we are going to Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot. Right. That'll be nice. And we're doing the After Hours event at Hollywood Studios for the first time. So. Correct. We'll see how that goes. I hear there's free popcorn. So. And free snacks and yeah. special characters. So that That'll should be, be good. Fun. Yeah. yeah. All um, right. Speaking of Hollywood Studios, uh, that reminds me of Galaxy's Edge. Yep. Um, and the Disney Parks blog has a story about uh, uh, Disney Eats. Yes, the foodie guide to the May the 4th Galactic Goodies. Yeah, and there are some very cool food items coming. Uh, we've got some new vegetarian offerings coming to Docking Bay 7. Um, and we've got some new popcorns coming. There's a new Grogu Sipper. No. Uh, if you like the Mandalorian. I know you don't like sippers. No. Uh, we have a new version of Blue Milk that has strawberry and grape candy pebbles. I mean, that sounds pretty good. It does. I may have to give that a try. Also, my favorite on here is the Five Blossom Bread with Mustard Cream. It's a mm. warm pretzel knot with a new creamy honey mustard dip. Yeah. And where do you get that? Uh, at Oga's Cantina. That's right. And some of these items are available just through the summer. So uh, they're May 4th goodies, but they're debuting around Star Wars weekend. And then they'll probably be around uh, mostly through the summer. Um, and Do you think they'll be there when we go to the After Hours event on the 3rd? Uh, I don't know that Oga's is open, so I don't know mm. we'll be able to buy one. All right. Um, my favorite item is, of course, the uh, lightsaber churros. What's that? Uh, it's uh, a red and blue churro, uh, and it is served in a cardboard lightsaber holder. So it, it looks like you're, you know, eating a lightsaber. They are pretty cool. Which you wouldn't want to really do. Do you think they let you choose if you want the red or the blue? I will bet you. Do you I will think bet they're you different the flavors? Choice. Are they different flavors? I think they are different sugars. Like maybe one's like what? Blue? I'm guessing blue raspberry and the other one as cherry. Uh, well, yeah, we, we would have to find that out. But uh, those, are, uh, churro, those are available at the churro carts. Uh, and let's see, and Grand Avenue and Anaheim Produce. So maybe we'll get a chance to see where what uh, is available. So is that at Disney World or just at Disneyland? Uh, it's all around the resorts. Uh, Anaheim Produce, I believe, is one of the uh, things in Hollywood Studios. Where's Grand Avenue? Grand Avenue used to be the old Streets of America section. So it oh. looks like it's available in two sections there. Uh, you said they're, what, $7? And uh, 19 cents. And 19 cents each. Uh, if you're in California, which is more known for their churros, you get lightsaber pretzels. Which makes no sense, but okay. I'd like to call them pretzel sabers. Oh, very cute. Yeah. Guests are going to be able to meet Ariel from the all-new The Little Mermaid live-action film at Disney Parks. That's right. She's going to be making appearances around the globe. Over in Paris, she's going to step out and invite people to Walt Disney Studios Park for a celebration uh, of the new movie release. Uh, in Walt Disney World, she's going to be at Walt Disney Studios. There's going to be, let's see, a meet and greet at uh, Walt Disney Presents, where they will also have a special sneak peek of the movie, as well as props uh, and items from the film. And then if you're in California, she will be meeting guests along the promenade near It's a Small World in Disneyland Park. Now, the funny thing is, so it's the live action version right. of... Uh, 
Little Mermaid, who's right. now being portrayed by a young African American woman. Right. Um, and they have separated things. So in Disneyland, mm -hmm. you have the Ariel's Undersea Adventure over in California Adventure. Mm -hmm. So they have the live action Ariel in Disneyland. Okay. In uh, Florida, they have the Ariel attraction in Fantasyland under the sea, as well as a meet and greet with the traditional. Ariel. Right. Uh, and they have the new live action Ariel over in Hollywood Studios. So there is some separation. Luckily or unfortunately, they've also closed the Ariel uh, show that used to be in Hollywood Studios. So they don't have that to compete with. Yeah. Or confuse people anymore. It is a little bit, I don't know. It is a little bit weird. I'm 100% all about having an Ariel of color. I think that's awesome. But it is going to be a little bit weird trying to sort of say that they're the same. Right. You know, like this is Ariel. Well, what exactly does Ariel look like? You know, when you have uh, people portraying um, a cartoon Ariel, yes. they always look a little different, but they try for sort of the same look. Right. But this is completely different. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I see how Disney's handling it, and maybe that's the right way. I'm curious how families will handle it. So, like, if you're a family of color, do you try to stick to the Ariel of color. Right. If you're hopeful, I don't know. Like if you're a white family, how terrible is it if you're sticking to the white Ariel? Right. Like, I don't know. Now we've already seen how they handle it on the cruise line because when the Disney wish, uh, debuted last summer, they had the new Ariel stage show and the Ariel was already, uh, based on the live action version, uh, where she was, uh, portrayed by an African American. I so. think you're right. And you know what? I don't really remember that. So maybe it's it not matter. a big deal. No, it's not. <laughs> Mother's Day is coming up, and the Disney Parks blog is giving you five ways to celebrate mom at Disney Springs with Advent Health for Women. That's right. Advent Health has five ways you can celebrate mom. The first one I think is pretty cool. It's bloomable postcards. Uh, you get a bloomable postcard from Advent Health for Women from 12 to 8 daily. Uh, and when you're done, you drop it in a mailbox. They actually provide the stamps. Uh, and when your mom gets this note, she'll actually find seeds inside the paper that will bloom into flowers. Oh, that's cool. So that's pretty cool and, I guess, uh, environmentally friendly. Right. Uh, you can always do family photos. Uh, the PhotoPass team is going to be set up with props in Disney Springs so you can take photos with mom. Uh, the Disney Springs Kids Club, you can bring the kids by on Saturday mornings, uh, April 29th, May 6th, and May 13th. They will have complimentary face painting, and maybe mom can, uh, uh, you know, kick the day off of a family celebration by putting them in the kids club and getting a rest. They have a kids club at Disney Springs? They call it a kids club, but it's not a kids club. It's just uh, an entertainment type thing. It's not where you drop them off anymore. So you can't just, you can't you pay can't, to leave your no, children? No, you don't pay to leave your children. Okay. It's more activities. Uh, of course, you know, what mom wants to cook, so you can go to Disney Springs uh, and eat. So, you know, there's a bunch of delectable dining. And then, of course, how do you celebrate mom without buying gifts at any one of the hundreds of merchandise locations? Gotta go on get Disney the merch. Springs. Um, but kudos to Advent Health for at least, uh, you know, recognizing moms uh, at Disney Springs where it is free to visit. All right. Well, I can tell you right now, I don't want the merch. I just want the food. Okay. I will buy you the biggest Gideon's cookie for Mother's Day that I can. Oh, that's like the best gift ever. All right. Um, there are six ways to celebrate Disney 100 at Disney World Resort. I feel like there's more than six ways, but they're going to give you six ways that they're thinking of. That's right. The, thanks to the Disney Parks blog. Uh, as always, you can say hi to Mickey and Minnie. 
they'll be wearing their platinum vest in Epcot. Uh, you can go to the uh, see the special Spaceship Earth lighting. They have a new uh, Disney 100 celebration that uh, they debuted on side space on, on outside of Spaceship Earth. Uh, of course, you can take a selfie in front of a Disney 100 backdrop, which, as Cheryl noted, they're mostly pretty bland. Uh, we also talked about before you can uh, hang out with characters at a resort during some of the character cavalcades, and of course. You can celebrate with new food and drink. Tons of Platinum 100 celebration items around the park. And what would any celebration be without the merch? Right. Yes. I'm a little disappointed. We're not going to get to see Spaceship Earth at night with this new... Oh, that's uh, right, because we're leaving early. On the second day. And then the first day, I need to see Magic Kingdom fireworks. Yes. So, yeah, I guess we're going to have to... This is really cute. The, the Spaceship Earth lighting, it has little Mickeys all over it. Yeah. It's really pretty. It's very cool. That's all from the Disney Parks blog, so let's head on over to Anaheim. All right. The uh, information about Star Wars Night at Disneyland uh, has been released. That's right. Disneyland After Dark Star Wars Night 2023 takes place on May 2nd, May 4th, May 8th, and May 11th. Uh, and as of today, they've announced character greetings, entertainment, and photo ops. Uh, let's see. Characters include Ezra and Sabine, Captain Rex, the Seventh Sister. They will all be on Main Street. Zam Wessel in Adventureland. Queen Amidala in Fantasyland. Over in Frontierland, you get C-110P and BB-8. In Critter Country, you get the Ewoks and R5-D4 with some Jawas. And then in Galaxy's Edge, you get Chewbacca, Kylo Ren, Rey, uh, Vi Moradi, C-3PO, the Mandalorian, and Grogu. In Tomorrowland, you get Darth Vader and Darth Maul, R2-D2, Emperor and the Palpatine, and uh, Emperor Palpatine and his Royal Guard. Uh, and then they will have several photo ops set up through the park. In Frontierland, they will have a Mythosaur skull as well as a Star Wars night location. In Tomorrowland, they will have Boba Fett's throne, Bo-Katan's throne, Emperor Palpatine's throne, and Jabba the Hutt. Uh, in Fantasyland, they will have a K2 I'm sorry, K2SO and the Rebel Base. In the Critter Country, they will have speeder bikes set up. As far as entertainment goes, Main Street USA has a galactic DJ party zone from 10.30 to 1. They have the Fleet of Fandom, 10.15 and 11.15. And then the Star Wars Celebrate the Night's fireworks show at 9.30 p.m. If you're nerdy, you can head on over to Galaxy's Edge at 9, 10, and 11 for the lightsaber meetup. And uh, Tomorrowland has the March of the First Order at 10 p.m., 11 p.m., and 12 a.m., uh, so that's uh, that's all the details on Star Wars Celebrate the Night uh, at, at uh, Disneyland After Dark Star Wars Night. Very so. nice. They have canceled Phantasmic dining packages for this coming weekend at Disneyland. Well, that kind of makes sense because they've also canceled the Phantasmic performances due to the Maleficent Dragon uh, right. fire. Uh, now, rumor has I, it. Yeah, I thought it was going to return just like without the dragon or something. Rumor has it that the return date will be February 14th. Mm. Right now, it is off the Disneyland calendar through at least May 25th. Uh, but cast members and performers have kind of been given the heads up that May 14th, running in B mode, Right. Uh, will be the new performance. And what they do in B-Mode is instead of having the uh, physical dragon, the dragon is projected onto the water screens. Okay, that's so cool. So Maleficent, Maleficent Dragon is still involved, just not physically. Right. Now let's shoot on over to Orlando. 
All right, at the Magic Kingdom, they have brought some pink treats to the Main Street Confectionery in time for Mother's Day. That's right. There's a whole bunch of Mother's Day treats, uh, and most of them are dressed up in pink. They've got some pink Rice Krispie treats uh, set up for moms. Uh, they've got a whole Mother's Day display at the front of the store with a celebrate mom sign. Um, and, uh, you know, they want to celebrate mom. I, I guess, uh, you know, let's buy some more snacks. Yeah, great. Yeah, snacks. Well, that's what I said. This is perfect for me. <laughs> So as we said, we have a trip coming up uh, later, well, no, next week, and we were a little concerned about getting uh, virtual queue spots for Guardians of the Galaxy. I think we don't need to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, On April 26th, the 2 p.m., I'm sorry, the 1 p.m. queue was open until 8 p.m. Wow. That is a seven-hour window. That actually allows people who are park hopping uh, to get into the action as well. Uh, So... um, you know, that only leaves an hour before the park closed. Yeah. So. I, well, you can't ride it more than once. Correct. Unless you pay is really what it's coming down to. So I feel like people who like love an attraction will go on it, get off, and then maybe get back in the line, you right. know, even wait another hour to ride it a second time. But you don't have that because virtual the virtual queue, queue that's it. Right. You're shut off unless you want to pay. Yep. But it was a very short return time. So, you know, people at, at five of eight were getting a return time of 25 minutes. So. Right. Is it just not that popular? Like I said, or I are think the crowd's very light? Po- yeah, a little of both. And just the fact that, again, you cannot ride it more than once. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Everybody yeah. rides it once. And, yeah, if the crowds aren't super huge, that doesn't take up the whole day. No standby line is the key. Yeah. Now, they're working on Communicore Hall at Epcot. Uh, they just put in some weatherproof sheathing. Oh, my goodness. I weatherproof know. sheathing? Say it isn't so. <sighs> Um, you know, there's one thing it should be is weatherproof. Well, yes, I would yeah. think so. Uh, especially in light of the weather they've had there recently. I believe they had hail. Oh, really? Uh, at Walt Disney World last week. Uh, so uh, crazy times and a lot of rain. So, uh, of course, the sheathing is needed. Uh, the exterior seems to be nearing completion. Um, it'll, it'll be open later this year. All right, good. The Edna Mode experience um, is going to be returning to Pixar Place at Hollywood Studios in May. That's right. Pixar Place, which is part of Toy Story Land on May 14th, will be uh, debuting the Edna Mode experience. You'll also be able to meet Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, Frozone, and Sully from Monsters, Inc. Uh, Edna will have a full pop-up gallery with some of her most uh, avant-garde suit designs on hand. You'll also be able to see her collection of suits and awards and meet the designer herself. So uh, this was originally opened at 29- in 2019 during the incredible celebration at Hollywood Studios and honoring the Incredibles as part of the park's 30th anniversary. Uh, of course, it shut down a little bit during uh, COVID, but it is uh, all set to reopen, and I'm very happy about it. Yes, it's going to be great. Now let's jump into some entertainment news. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 stars assembled at Disneyland Paris for the world premiere. That's right. Some guests in the park were treated to a showing of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, Director James Gunn and uh, many of the cast members were there. Kind of cool to see them hanging out uh, in front of a Quinjet. Uh, And tonight... Uh, April 27th is the U.S. debut out in Los Angeles. So Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, opens up next Friday on May 5th. So make sure you see it. It's going to be awesome. Chris Pine has been cast in the Disney movie Wish that's going to be coming out. That's right. Wish is the next Walt Disney Animation Studios film. It's going to debut in November. uh, And it's the story of the wishing star. 
so uh, Chris Pine is going to play, uh, what is his name? King Magnifico. Rumor has it he's an evil king. Oh, no. Uh, but the main story is about uh, a young uh, child and her goat. Uh, she's not child. a young child. No? She's no. a young woman? Yes. Okay. Her name is Asha, and she has a talking goat named Valentino. Uh, and they, uh, she makes a wish and is answered by a ball of energy called Star. Okay. Uh, and they team up to save the community, and eventually that ball of energy becomes the wishing star, which, you know. Don't give away the whole story. Star, You're giving it all away. Well, I don't know. Spoiler. Jeez. So the cool thing is they did release the first teaser trailer today, and that teaser trailer can be seen out on our Facebook side. Now, if we're looking at movies that are long-range, The Fantastic Four, which I believe is supposed to be opening up in 2024 as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, rumor has it that Antonio Banderas is in talks to play Galactus, who is their big villain. I love him, but I don't don't think I'll love him as a villain. And, uh, well, he's like 60 feet tall, uh, so it's going to be tough. And rumor has it that Adam Driver is set to play Mr. Fantastic. Uh, You know, I love John Krasinski in um, Doctor Strange. He Mm -hmm. played Mr. Fantastic. Was hoping that would, you know, go right into the Fantastic Four movie, but that doesn't seem to be the case. It looks like it's going to be a multiverse variant. So uh, we'll see what happens with that there. They should announce the casting pretty soon once they lock it all down. Now, the other news as far as Marvel goes is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is going to begin streaming on Disney Plus on May 17th. So if you haven't seen it uh, and you subscribe to Disney Plus, you'll be able to see it then. Great. What do you say we jump on over to Universal? All right. Sounds good. Um, Over in, hold on, Production Production Central. Central, they have taken down another drink stand. That's right. They're in the process of demolishing the drink stand. Much of Production Central is going to become the new Illumination Avenue, named after Illumination Studios that produces all the Minion movies and Gru movies. Uh, And uh, something's going on there. We we don't know. It's probably going to be rethemed. Um, but uh, that is right across from Minion Mayhem. And speaking of Minion Mayhem, uh, Despicable Me Minion Mayhem's sign has been covered with a wrap, uh, and that looks like to, looks to be like it's part of the refurbishment of the facade. We know right. that some brickwork had fallen off there a couple of months ago, and uh, we mentioned last week they put up some scrim and construction walls, so that looks like that's what they're doing. All right. So that's all the news for today. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll be back with one show on Monday next week. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 